Ah, welcome, welcome. Back for more of the tale, of course. Well, I'm glad that you are enjoying my little store here. Now, where did we leave off again? Ah, of course. Gert, Corin, and Storm had just made it through to the other side of the time stream and found themselves face to face with some giant patookie. Of course, they didn't know that's what they were. Taven almost caused them some serious trouble there, but the crew did manage to make it off into the jungle without serious incident. The Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast. Season 3. Episode 20. I'm a doctor. The scene opens to a densely grown jungle. Ferns fill the space between large red, brown, and gray moss-covered tree trunks. Bursts of purple orchids, pink snapdragons, orange bromeliads, and a thousand different fruit flowers dot the lush green backdrop. We can hear birds squawking in the trees, bugs buzzing and chirping, and all manner of screeches, howls, grunts, and the occasional roar coming from the trees. Vines drop in wide loops from tree to tree, and the air is hot and humid. As we watch, we see the undergrowth on our left begin to wrestle and then part as we see Storm push into view, followed by Corin, Girk, and Tavin, struggling to make his way through such dense foliage. The crew comes up on the trunk of a downed tree. They make their way over to it, some sitting on it, some leaning against it, and Corin, true to form, is the first to break the relative quiet that they've been traveling in thus far, careful to truly leave the giant Patuki undisturbed. We're kind of pushing through and puts his canvas cap back on and well, all I know we're still recovering from Captain Kotsu's untimely um, you know, absence from this mission. Yeah, he's no longer with us. Yes, we, we hope he rests in peace as he recovers, as he recovers. As someone who's very good at making things dead, I would think you would know better than to... <laughs> Call the captain no longer with us. Oh, yeah, he's not dead. He's well, just not with us. Well, yeah, he, Physically, he's, he's like his... back in that weird thing. Yeah, he's of course correct. But I do appreciate that in his absence, um, you all were so quick to follow my lead. Um, you know, I, I appreciate the trust in my leadership, and I think we're going to do all right here. So um, are you going to be pushing your way through the forest next Oh, sure. He kind of, like, goes <laughs> under the vines and, like, sc- scrambles over and around because he's actually got pretty good acrobatics and he's only two feet tall. So, he's like, well, sure. I forget how small your character is. Yeah, I'm tiny. Um, I feel like this also is, like, maybe a good point to kind of check in and be like, how do you feel like each of your characters feel in this environment? Because obviously, like, very different from the sterile space station that we came in before. But also, I know, like, well, I'm not going to speak for anybody, but, like, yeah, how do, how do your characters, do you think, how do you think they feel about this, and thoughts, comments? Corn feels pretty good. You know, he's kind of used to the, his, his home world is, um, I wouldn't say necessarily like jungled as much with the vines, but at least forested, so he's, he's feeling all right. Cool. I think Storm's... Uh, natural, you know, shedding and uh, winter coat 
cycle got interrupted being on a, a space station where the environment was relatively constant. So he's uh, he's waiting for that to sort of kick back in. He's a little a little hot under the collar. <laughs> That's super interesting, and I would not have thought of that. I think Girk. So like. She she felt like that kind of space between time was way too clean and way too, like, stark. The spaceship had areas that were stark and clean, but... Um, but not her a garage. Space, right. Her space was perfect for her. Here, being outside, being in the wilderness, she's not, like, against it, but it's not where she's comfortable. Because she is still very much a mechanic. This is all natural. Yeah. You had chaos, but it was organized right. chaos. This is well, a different... So it's not like she's like... It's she's less not about panicking. the chaos that's the problem. It's more about, like, my brain runs on machines. Right. right. This is not how her brain works. So and it's not that fuel. she's... Like, she doesn't hate where she's at, but she feels rocket very booster. outside of her element. Sorry. Taven, I think, for his part, is just like... <clears throat> You know, he's, like, big, which maybe Storm is starting to get, or starting to get some of this, too, but, like, it's, like, where you were saying, like, Katsu is, like, he's two feet tall, and he's got high acrobatics, like, he can make it through pretty easily. I Corrin. think it's, like, yeah, Corin. <laughs> While Corin was saying all those things. Keeps twisting the knife. <laughs> Katsu is no longer with us. I'm not doing it on purpose, I swear. Um... And, you know, it's, like, the opposite for Taven, who's, like, big, and, like, his horns get stuck, and then he has to, like, eh, pull him back out of a tree trunk and, like, go a different way, and, um, and it's, like, the air is really thick. Um, I think, like, he comes from a home world that is just, like, really dry, like, I think, like, rocky, um, and not necessarily, like, no plants or anything like that, it's just, like, the humidity is, like, bonkers to him, um. So. Uh, well, I suppose we should see if we can find any signs of civilization. I imagine the doctor would probably do the same, and then set up our base somewhere so we can unload some of our gear. Um, I any think, guesses? <laughs> I think it makes more sense to look for signs of the doctor first. Then we can see if he went for civilization. We're not... I'm not entirely sure we're at our... As those weird creatures called it, our destination yet. Oh, I thought you were going to say, as those weird creatures called it. <laughs> no, not, met, not those weird right, creatures. Right, you met the other weird creatures. The other weird yes. Right, they didn't have clothes. Yes. <laughs> Gert, what do you think? I Gert kind of like scratches her head a little bit and looks around at the foliage and she's like, I'm I'm inclined to agree with Storm. I don't think we're there yet. Mm, okay. I mean well it's just course, but um Do we see any sign of the doctor? I 
I would don't... like to make an awareness check. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Make an awareness check. <laughs> what is your awareness check for specifically? Signs of the Sign Doctor. Of the <laughs> I got a seven. <laughs> probably not going to cut it, bud. Uh, you know, we'll go ahead and do it. Um, Storm is turning out to be Grufton 2.0. <laughs> Very reasonable awareness stat. Was Rolls it? very poorly. Uh, that's a 21 for me. Okay, Girk, are you also rolling for awareness? I guess I could. <laughs> I rolled an 18 plus 2. 20. Dirty 20. Awesome. So, a 21, a 20, a 7. <laughs> Yeah, I think Taven's right there with you. Uh, nope. We're doing awareness checks? Yes. Taven has a... Let's see, he rolled a five with a negative five awareness modifier. So he got a zero. I'm pretty sure that the doctor was right there. And he like points out his bot. Pretty sure. Look at that. That looks like a footprint, right? Um, uh, uh, that, that's Storm's footprint, Tevin. Oh, he did walk through here, didn't he? Yes. Put that plant next to the next to my, I guess my footprint does look kind of like the doctor. <laughs> You're not wrong. But small. <laughs> um, Girk, you and Corinne are highly convinced that the doctor did not come through <laughs> this way um yeah um you guys did kind of just Wait, like to clarify this way in particular or this time as a whole this like part of the jungle like your immediate surroundings okay um you guys did kind of mention earlier i think this might have been before we got on air but um some skepticism about whether you know, this is like the destination. Oh, you kind of just mentioned this two storm, but like, is this the destination? Or are we still in some sort of like weird um, time thing? Like before the um, like temporal the, devourer fight yeah, with, with the, the basilisk. basilisk yeah. Right. Um, so, do you guys want to try to make checks on that? If I can, yes. Yeah, you yeah, can. Tell me how you want to make your check and what stat you think makes sense for that and why that applies for you and what you're doing. I think either intelligence or awareness. Awareness because, um, well, my intelligence argument is more, it makes more sense to me. Okay. Intelligence because of previous moments in time that they have experienced now. Maybe like, um, trying to understand and feel if this place has that same kind of weird pull that they felt. Maybe that is more awareness then. Now I've, I've, I've reconvinced myself that awareness makes more sense. <laughs> You're going to like take a stick and make a compare and contrast Venn diagram in the ground. Maybe, maybe. Um, like Time kind of just like taking this, a moment this place has that. and thinking, well, more like how do you feel? Like do you, because they felt like they were getting pulled in and out a right. little bit, right? So um, like do we still kind of feel that pull? 
That's a weird one for... I, I actually was going to use a similar line of logic, but I was going to ask if I could do a constitution check oh, that does to make see sense. if I was... Yeah, I'd, I like, could see constitution also. Physically... Fully here. Yeah. Like, I imagine... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong in this, but I was imagining that we, there was some amount of irregularity mm-hmm. to physical s- sensations when traveling sure. through. I like that. I think that makes sense for like a medic type character. So I need to do a constitution check. Um, Girk, I feel like intelligence like, I feel like I can kind of see both of your arguments, but I feel like intelligence kind of makes more sense for your character to be yeah. like trying to logically think through like what did i see before did I how see did that compare time? to now how does it feel now how does that compare to this the what big station which like? i know was before right. we went in and like trying to like kind of process through that intellectually um i think just that... happy to go with <laughs> Corin tries I, yeah, to talk I mean, to the Corin, Corin <laughs> just kind of like i don't know did my my awareness check i'm just like Okay, we don't see the doctor. Civilization is. That's just what makes sense to him. He 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 is an interaction kind of person. Sure. So that's, that's his goal. Great. <laughs> uh, Taven's gonna do a magic check to see if he can read any of like the overall magic. Oh, he got a nat twenty. Mm, nice. That's fun. I'm gonna go ahead and re-roll. I got a six. I'm not a re-roll because I want that. No, for sure. I have I have decided not to re-roll. I rolled a two, but I have a plus four, so I have a six. Nice. But okay. I've decided that this is not a roll that I will re-roll right now. My re-roll is a sixteen plus two for eighteen. Nice. Nice. Okay. Constitution. So like, Storm is sort of. Feeling his own body, and then he like kneels down and pushes on the ground a little bit, and then he like grabs a nearby plant and nibbles on it a little bit. (laughs) Nice. Um. Okay, we'll start with Girk. Um, with a six, you're like, I think maybe you're just kind of starting to think like, how do I want to figure this out? How would I know? Would I compare to this to that? Oh, maybe I would do this. Oh, maybe I would think about that. Maybe I would think about the other thing. And trying to, like, you know, you just kind of get bogged down a little bit in the, like, what's even the best way to approach this? Um, Storm. I almost called you Katu again. <laughs> Storm, you rolled an 18 total? Yes. Okay, so this is kind of like your all's first moment to, um, you know, like, pause sit down, talk to each other, and kind of rest a little bit. Um, And you realize, like, wow, I'm, like, wiped. (laughs) And, like, that sensation that you had before, you kind of, like, compare that to the sensation that you guys were having before, where it was like, wow, we're not really getting hungry. It doesn't really seem like we're, like, tired anymore. It feels like whatever. And now you're like, maybe, like, all of that just caught up to us. Um, and so that's kind of like your indicator there. It's the shadow clone recombination effect. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and so that's kind of, that like kind of guides you to like, yeah, I think we're out of the time, uh, time stream now. 
Um, Taven, you know, he kind of like flumps down on the ground and like closes his eyes like he does when he does magic-y stuff. And um, so he's sitting there and he's like, whoa, the magic in this place is wild. It's like fresh. Like, I don't even know how to like explain it, but like, you know, like, well, Gurk, you probably know. You know, like if you set out a rocket booster and then you try to drink it like three days later, it's like flat. You probably don't know that because you probably don't ever leave rocket yeah, booster no, that I, long. It never, never lasts long. <laughs> yeah, long. okay. My bad. But, <laughs> Storm, you know, oh, you don't drink rocket booster. Uh, no, well, I prefer my insides how they are currently. Thank you. Well, that's lame. But anyways, <laughs> you are missing out. You're missing out. Oh yeah. Uh, well, but it's like, yeah, it's like fresh. You know, it's not stale. It hasn't gone flat. Which, like, I never realized that about this base station. But here, it seems like it's more like alive somehow. I, in different terms, would have to concur with Tavin. We do appear to be at our destination. So, Corin, I believe we are agreed with you. We cannot find traces of the Doctor in this jungle, so we must seek out. Man, I'm falling into Katu. We must seek out. I was gonna ask if you're trying to sound like the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, how do we do that? I mean, right now it seems like we're trying to just like puncture the tree. Did anybody bring a machete? I don't think I did. That would have been smart. I just have a hammer. That doesn't work very good on leaves and stuff. Would I brought a survival knife? She whips it out. Hmm. That's better than nothing. Some... What if we put it on a stick? General orienteering <laughs> check. Then you could like, whatcha, whatcha. Um, could that be intelligence? Or awareness. Yeah, sure. Either way. Alright, I'll do... What are you trying to do? Explain to me. I think I think either way so, can make sense, but like... So, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the awareness, probably. Um, I'm like, looking for paths or finding... Um, like, finding our way back to maybe further down on the river. Um, something that gives us, like, a point to follow. So kind of like, it's like general orienteering kind of stuff. We're like, all right, I'm looking for a, a marker or a path that we can make sure we're going in the right direction or this, you know, consistent direction. Yeah, that makes sense. Does Corin verbalize any of that? Because I was going to say, Storm would definitely agree with the idea of let's follow a water source. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to ask also. Um... Well, apparently he's talking to Tav in the bag because Tav responded. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that. I like your idea of, like, just trying to roll the dice and see where it leads us. <laughs> um, I think... Life is kind of like that sometimes. Corin will kind of, like, clamber up a few things, kind of look around, like, all right, um, 
I think we need to find a path or, or a river or, or something else that will lead us in, in a single direction. So it, There was a river back there. Well, yes, we won't want to disturb the large furry creatures in their nest. So if we can find that river, that would be fine. We just don't want to go back the way we came to do so. Um, Smart. So yes, everyone stay close, but look around and see if you can find something that we can we can follow to make sure we're going in the right direction. Until we see something that might indicate civilization. Okay? Good. Awareness That's a check. 17 for awareness. Sure. Uh, I think this is going to be like a kind of help helping check, so roll like an awareness. Sora was simply responding to Cora's right. suggestion that we look around. He's like, all right, I can look around. Storm sees nothing. 16. <laughs> okay. Um, Got a four. Total. So that'll give a plus two to whatever you got, Isaac. Uh, Taven got an 18 on the die, but he has a negative five awareness. <laughs> so that's a 13, which still isn't too bad. So we'll give that another one for Isaac, whatever you ended up getting. And then yeah. Storm, where were you at? I got a four total. Nice. Yeah. Seven so that's combined not <laughs> Okay. Um, so... Taven's gonna be like, oh, wait, I got an idea. So he like stomps off through the trees a little bit, back the way you guys came. And so. <laughs> the corpse of a giant <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> I got this corpse, I can make a boat out of it. Uh, no. There's no, I don't want to make a little We carry it back to the river. Um. And then he, like, you know, he, like, comes back in. Um, and he's like, okay, so, corn. That way, there's a big cliff. Follow the cliff. That way is the river, if we want to go try to get back to the river. How do you know that? I went back. I looked. There was a cliff before. Well, I want to make sure we had the right direction. From my experiences, uh, in general readings, etc., uh, I believe we should follow the river, but not, not, not towards the, wait, we don't know what they're called yet, not towards the large um, creatures, not back there. We could call the general direction. That's what they said. Maybe they said their name. Perhaps. They will be walls for now. <laughs> Girk nods apparently did that. Yeah. So, not back towards the walls, but in the general direction of the walls. Maybe a little more... The other way is away from the, the cliff. Yeah, I think if we go that way, we're like... Parallel. Alright. Wait, what's my intelligence? Do I know that way? Yeah, I probably do. It's a five. So, we'll go <laughs> with our current hanging... Better. North, <laughs> Northeast-ish until we encounter... A river, per my vote. Sounds good to me. Girk sets off Great. east. Let's go. Correct? You look northeast. Northeast. Oh, yeah. Girk sets off northeast. <laughs> Girk sets off east, 
and that's what we're doing today. Uh, oh dear. Alright. Hey, yo, friendos. Welcome back to DHHQ. It's me, Alex, your friendly neighborhood GM. This is the part of the show where I don't tell you anything. Oh, wait, no. This is the part of the show where I come out and tell you stuff. Stuff like, thanks so much for listening to our show. You are awesome. As always, we love hearing from you guys, so if you have any thoughts, ideas, feedback, or anything like that, drop us a line over on the good, good social media or by emailing us at dubioushistories at gmail.com. Hearing from you guys is always super inspiring to us, and it really helps keep us motivated to keep producing content for you. Also, if you have listened to the 65 episodes of our show so far, you might think about taking that next step and uh, taking your support for us to the next level and throw us some of that good, good money loving. That's right. You can pay us if you want to. I know we want you to. And if you want to, too, that would make two of us. Or five of us? Anyways, if you want to do that, you can support us on Patreon. It's really easy. Just click the link in the episode description. But if you'd rather do things the hard way, you can also put in the URL, which is patreon.com slash dubioushistories. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash d-u-b-i-o-u-s-h-i-s-t-o-r-i-e-s. There's all sorts of levels that you can support us at. Uh, $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. I think there's a $20 a month tier. Um, and those are named after different characters. So that's kind of fun. So um, check us out if you want to support us that way. We would really love it. Thanks again for listening and for all the ways that you support us, whether that is financially or otherwise. You are so great. And that's all I've got for the mid-break. So now back to the show. Who among us has a relative compass that we can follow? Yeah. I do. <laughs> Not I have a relative me. compass. Same for the spindle. Oh, <laughs> Hmm? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. where is actually that's a good point. Um, I will pull up my relative compass and see if it's pointing <coughs> anywhere in particular. Interesting. It's kind of doing the same thing it was doing when you first got in the flow, which is like kind of on the fritz or whatever. And so. it seems like it can't connect back to the uh, original. Did well, please. no, it was on the fritz when you went in, and then you set the point within the flow, and that seemed like that was working. But now that you're back out of the flow, as you've determined, like, it's, you now can't, like, reconnect back to the spindle unless you got back in the flow. Did anyone, uh, claim Katu's relative compass before we left? I think he did say, basically, he gave everything over except his spear. He gave over anything that anyone was willing to take, but Storm was already fully laden, so to speak. I don't think Tabin would have taken that. I did not record taking it. I, I can I don't think we it. really recorded taking very much, honestly. So if you want to claim it, it's yours. I don't know if that's okay. How do we feel? If you feel like Girk would have taken it, then that's fine with me. I don't know. It's hard for me to say because Rachel the player is really bad at cardinal directions and probably wouldn't have taken it. No, that like is something that would help you with that. You basically, it's like a GPS. It's like an. Oh well, then she totally would have taken it. Generally, when you're not doing directions, compasses are helpful mm-hmm. because they tell you the directions without having to know them. Okay, mm-hmm. it is now in my inventory. Great. Not cool. equipped. We should figure out 
You two should get together and figure out what else Katsu okay. had that Girk now has. Okay, at some point. Uh, okay, so basically how this is going to work is you've kind of like established some framework for orienteering. Um, so you have the one square that you have more or less explored. Um, so you can decide to go into any of the adjacent squares, assuming that you can actually get there, right? So on the one, like, move your finger. We, on we the, to, sorry, good. On the um, now west side, because I was wrong before when I said it was on the north side, but on the west side, there's a cliff that runs north-south. And so to actually, like, get into the next west square you'd have to find a way i mean you could try to scale it or you could do whatever but you'd have to find a way to like actually bypass that um so basically you guys just got i figure at this point you guys have just gotten far enough into the forest or the jungle that you're you know you're not like gonna traipse for eight hours and then be like all right let's have a conversation on where to go right you're just getting you far, just enough got in far enough that you're hopelessly lost <laughs> right you just got in far enough to be like okay we think like we can start to talk this out without disrupting the as we as players know the Wah. giant patuki right Wah. the characters are now apparently calling Wah. them Wah. uh so um you know you're still probably in like the you know southeast corner of that square um, so you can try to go um, east into the next square that way. You can try to go north uh, and just get to that river. Um, but obviously you'd be like hitting a... You hit the river, so then you'd have to figure out, you know, is this deep? Is this fast? Is it whatever? How can we get across it? Um, or you can just kind of head up to that river and then head east into the next square. Obviously you can also go south um, as far as you're aware and then kind of like that southeast square also as far as you are you haven't run into any um land forms that are barriers or whatever at this point um i would say based on the uh what you already observed of the river i don't know that any of you guys looked at it like too much um, but just like kind of a quick like you know as we're trying to like walk away it didn't seem like it was like rushing super crazy okay. fast or anything like that. Um, you know, and thinking about too, like the way that it's set up, you basically had like these big swaths of like mud where there was like a pretty shallow, uh, you know, zero point entry or whatever those things are called, right? Where it was like pretty, pretty flat going in and the Patuki were kind of like in there, like sitting in the mud. And so like, it oh, might wow. be it might be deeper in the middle where there's like a current or whatever, but you know it's not super crazy from what you've observed so far. It's like one of those. There's a specific word for it, but kind of like the Nile River, where it's one of those rivers that regularly floods its banks and deposits silt, fresh silt, and right. stuff from this fertile soil and whatnot. Except unlike the Nile, it's like maybe in a, twenty in a jungle feet of, instead of a desert. Well, a yeah. jungle and like twenty <laughs> feet across instead of like the Nile. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, so that, I mean, that's pretty much what you observe just to kind of like paint the picture, um, give you an idea of where you're, what you're looking at. Um, so it sounded like you guys wanted to, uh, kind of head to the river first, um, and then which way do you want to go from there? Down river. To the west. 
East, once we hit the river. The east, okay, and follow the river. Okay, so you head to the east. Not that this is going to change anything or help anything or anything else, but can Storm be watching for medicinal plants as they're walking? Yeah, that's cool. Um, cool. Make a. I have a I have a thing for this. Oh, you do. Somewhere. Great. Hang on. Then get to it. Look up the thing. <laughs> yes. Identify medicinal. Although that's specifically when scavenging. Just I feel like that'll apply in this situation because you're basically walking through areas. Okay. He's just scavenging. trying to like inventory what might be available. Okay. So when scavenging for medicinal ingredients, I can Storm can use their intelligence and awareness modifiers. Oh, nice. Does that also mean it's a D12 because it's a skill? Um, but it's a constant. Oh. Do it on a D20. Je the I think the official technical rule in our system is if it's something that you could already do and you make it a skill, then it's a D12. If it's something that you, like an average person, wouldn't be able to do and you make it a skill, then it gives you the D20 opportunity to do it. Right. I would say scavenging for medicinal plants takes specific training and just your average person walking through can't be like ah this is medicinal unless it's our and then it's what? <laughs> i do not get my healing major though because i'm not actually healing so uh 12 on the die plus four so 16. um so just take stock of what medicinal plants might be available yeah um, let's make a record of that. Um, but I think like, you know, as you're walking through, um, you definitely see like, at least in this area, there are like medicinal plants and you're like, oh yeah, like ones that you recognize. I recognize okay. that. I recognize that, like that looks a little bit different, but I can still tell it's mint. Like, you know, or what <laughs> obviously mint, I mean, is soothing, I guess, but, um, that sort of idea where it's like his plant is like yeah i i understand and get it cool um okay i want you guys to make a um that was my first awareness check above a 10 on the die <laughs> <laughs> hey that's a pretty good one to get in. um What skill would this be? What did I tell you to do for orienteering? Awareness or intelligence? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, I think make an awareness check as you guys enter this new square. Okay. All of us? Yep. Uh-oh. What trap did we walk Let's into? Let's see if this luck continues. It's a spike pit! Probably not. I got a net one. Speaking of luck, I don't do that this session. Okay. It, it actually it actually did know, a train in the right direction finally. I got a 14 on the back. Yeah, you gave 16. it up to me. <laughs> I rolled in that one. Nice. But do you have you a don't positive find the thing. modifier too? Nine. Nine. I do. Nine. Yeah, okay. That's true. Um, 
So for this particular two. situation, I have a plus two. Um, okay. It's not really going to penalize you too much to okay, be. Good. Um, the worst. Blissfully um, Yes, <laughs> in this particular situation, having an epic fail just means like, if you were alone, you wouldn't have found it. Uh, basically the ground, um, you kind of like are walking and you realize like, uh, oh, there's like kind of an upward slope here. Um, and you, um, kind of head that way and, and Storm's kind of walking along that and he's like, kind of realizes he's like, oh, there's like some like more rocky area, um, kind of protruding. And he's like, I think if we like keep kind of like going into this rocky area, it's there might be like a protrusion where we can like see up above this the like tree line. And so sure enough, as you get there, you kind of find like this big boulder, this kind of like rocky outcropping area, and uh, it's accessible enough that you guys are able to kind of like climb on top of it. And this gives you like a little bit of an overlook to the surrounding areas. Um, so I put a little bit of detail on um, the map for this the like eight squares surrounding the one that you're in now okay um, so we're kind of at so, that circle yeah so the circle here is kind of your like rocky outcropping that you like are getting on top of and that lets you see like the surrounding area so um immediately to your west you have obviously the square that you came out of with the patuki and kind of the waterfall and that ridge there um you can see from this vantage point like oh we're kind of in like almost like a bowl where that ridge runs north-south, it continues to run north into the one square running north from there. Um, and then when it runs south from the like Patuki waterfall, it curves and runs back to the east uh, through that square. So it kind of has like a quarter circle, um, like a quarter circle shape to the cliff face as it the cliff face like turns and starts to run east west um you can see um there's like a spot there where there's like a pretty broad waterfall flowing over the top of that cliff and so um you can surmise like maybe at the top there's more of like some sort of like a lake or a reservoir or something rather than just like a river um can... niagara falls <laughs> right Oh, yeah, kind of. That it does kind be of an look like that, right? <laughs> You've been teleported into the real world. Have you ever seen um, No. Oh, that's hilarious. And then as you go, as that turns to the uh, kind of east-west at the square that is directly south from you guys, um, it keeps kind of like curling around. Um, so it makes like almost a big half circle between those two squares where the cliff starts to run north again. Um, and it runs kind of more in like a northeasterly direction up through that next square. Um, on top of that cliff, um, you can see that there's another like rocky outcropping um, that gets like continues to go up almost to like a peak. Um, and so you have um, a like like high point that you can see from where you're at that you weren't able to see before because of like trees and stuff um, just from like the ground level, the canopy blocks that, but getting high, you're like, okay, like any area where we can get, yeah, okay, no. Any area where we can get high <laughs> enough, like we can probably use that as a vantage point. Um, 
also, you know, it has kind of this like, um, you know, plateaued effect and stuff like that. So, um, you figure if you got all the way up there, like you'd get a really good lay of the land if you wanted to try to make it up that way. Obviously, like you're still kind of going to have to in figure out this cliffs and stuff somewhere. Um, you also can tell from the top of this rocky outcropping that you're kind of at like a fork in the river. Um, so you're running downriver and like another tributary from um, where I said you could see the like um, waterfalls coming down from the south must meet up. Um, and then it like kind of continues going northwards um, away from you. Immediately you combat that with a spoon. Right. Immediately to your east, um, you have kind of like a, that branch of the river that you haven't crossed yet. Um, that's the one that was coming from the south that heads north to meet up with the tributary from the um, Patuki waterfall. You have the other half of this square that you haven't really done anything with yet. And then the next square over has that continuation of the cliffs. Um, in the square to the northeast of you, that cliff kind of heads north, but then turns farther east. And then directly north of you, the river continues to run north. Um, so that's kind of what you can tell from this outcropping. It gives you a little bit of a view into the surrounding areas. Um, it gives you a little bit more direction about what you might want to try to do, where you might want to try to go, um, what your thoughts are on that. What do you guys think? Well, I believe we should continue to follow the direction of the river. I don't believe we should try to climb this cliff. It appears to encase us in almost all sides, so I think we should find a way across the river and keep going that way. I don't think we really know north, south, east, west at this point. I There's think... the sun. I think for okay. reconnaissance okay. purposes... shrugs. Corn. Sorry. Dang it. I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... Yeah. Yep, glare at you. Charles um, is gonna glare at me. <laughs> I think for reconnaissance purposes, we should try to get to that higher peak. Kirk kind of looks between the two of them, and... I... I don't like the idea of climbing, but I don't really like the idea of swimming... <laughs> I love Kirk. Well, I... We don't all have to climb, potentially. Well, who would you recommend to climb? Tavern? <laughs> you feel like doing some climbing, buddy? Mm. I don't think she does. <laughs> <laughs> If, if he can do it Here's based on strength, I mean, if he can do it. I'm pretty strong, so if there's my, good handholds, I'm probably all right. And that was my thought, is he'd be able to do it by strength. I mean, look at these biceps. Kirk <laughs> does have high acrobatics. Not, not, I mean, she's got average dexterity, but... Can anybody breathe underwater? No. No. Well, I can breathe above water. <laughs> So I've got yes. that going for me, which is nice. Oh dear. I do wonder how much time and energy it might take to not only climb the cliff, but also up onto the precipice. 
How tall is the cliff again? The cliff is about 40 feet. 40 feet, right? Oof. But I also don't... I'm worried that just following the river isn't going to get us much either. Yeah. I kind of okay. like the idea of a higher vantage point. I worry that if we don't climb the cliff and get to the peak, we'll spend more time wandering yeah. than we would have spent climbing. Plus, not all of us have to climb. And so we're not expending as much energy. I changed my boat. But I'll go Climbing. with the majority. Did you say you changed your boat? You have a boat? So I can make a boat. We're going to we have to... get across the river that way. So we're going to have to cross the river to get to the cliff. So we'll have to tackle you, that problem either you could way. could climb... Where you were before, well, but I guess you don't know about potentially cross another yeah. river and lake. Fair. But I suppose if we're willing to take the time, we don't really have any other direction at this point. So I suppose we could do that. Perhaps find out where we need to go. Do you think uh, how good of a the doctor was Doctor Yuvu? Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Do you think he'd be more likely to climb, or do you think he'd be more likely to go across a river? We are making a big assumption that he ended up here, too, though. Yes, it does seem that Yuvu didn't come through the same stream we did. Or at least the lovely, partially naked people. Well, wholly naked until they changed everything for me, to be honest. Well, anyways, that's a different uh, matter. But... I've seen enough in anatomy classes to not be concerned by (laughs) nakedness. I'm a doctor. <laughs> what is this guy's intelligence? I just hope Storm regularly lets people know I'm a doctor. This guy can dodge this for like a curse. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm a I mean, he's not like completely he's socially from, awkward. He's gone from not saying anything the entire season right. to. He's finally I'm comfortable around these people. He's like. Oh, okay, so, well, I think in my experience with Yuvi, he'd probably swim, but uh, that doesn't change the fact that we don't know which direction to go. Why don't you guys all make charisma checks based on, like, how well did you know Dr. Yuvu, and do you think he would have swam or climbed? What did you say? Intelligence? Charisma. Charisma. Seven. I rolled an eight. I got a three. All right. Thirteen. Yeah, you guys don't know if he would have selected or climbed. Yeah, no. I'm guessing based on the big fish tank. Ooh, good call. Uh, Good call. But we didn't know that he was... Hold on, let me look at my notes for you, boo. We didn't know that he was accessing the fish tank, did we? Yeah, that was a... Player scene, not a character scene. No, 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 but... not fishing. Like he had a big fish tank in his. Oh, true. Lab. Oh, right, right. And no, it wasn't. He wasn't like of... swimming in it. Well, no, but he has a bunch of like. Wait, I remember. Checkers. He had a fish tank that had swim trunks at the bottom, and he had rock climbing holds all along the wall and the ceiling. He's equally proficient in both. Mm. 
Well, that will, I will, I will say either way, that will be Corin's assumption based on what he saw and experienced. He feels like there is a notable focus on the aquatic studies. So he is going to assume... Because I know he has, like, other... I think that's true, but also... Terrariums and stuff. The, yeah, but the Linda, Linda the Lizard was his, like, prized specimen, right? True. But I think Corrin, based on his... I mean, based on my notes, there's, like, the mm-hmm. bubbles and the... Damn. Yeah, I'm very proud of am right now. <laughs> Tank 14. Figuring out the upper limits of Linda's brain. Uh, she's a big ling too. Uh, <laughs> I remember that part. That's, that's my note. I don't remember that part. Tank fourteen. Linda the lizard. Parentheses. She's a big lingy. <laughs> See her at base of head, taking well to the implant. Um. Yeah, I guess. I think it's. I see the the benefit of getting a lay of our surroundings. Um, I believe that Dr. Yuvu, if he landed here, or even this same time space, I suppose, um, I believe he would follow the river as well. It seems um, practical. Um, but Anybody I... who has above average intelligence, I want you to make an intelligence roll. Uh, I'm an eight. This is the GM telling us we've been debating this for too long. <laughs> Did you say above or below average? Above average. Anybody with below average intelligence, make an intelligence roll. This is just for me. I rolled an 18 and I have a plus 4. Nice. 22. And I have a plus 2, so 12. (laughs) Okay, with the 22 and this conversation about, like, if the doctor even came to this time, like, what do we know, whatever, like, you kind of are thinking, like, well, if he came to this time space we don't know for sure but like we didn't really do any sort of recon on the area that we got here true and potentially like the anom you know uh, potentially it like we were trying to copy his warp signature in the first place so potentially we if he landed in the same place there may be signs that he went through that area and it might not hurt to go back and check that area okay um and so yeah so that comes to mind you can share that if you want to or not but i am going to share that she's like brain spark we need to go back to where we were and see if we can identify the doctor's warp signature okay let me know (laughs) if you need me to check that or check that later brains shouldn't spark Gerg looks at him, (laughs) very confused for a moment, comprehension dawns, and then she looks annoyed and walks away backwards. Alright, so what I'm hearing is, we think we maybe want to at least go check out the cliffs and see how how hard it would be to climb. We, because we want to climb up to the top peak, and we want to go check out where the doctor was before. Are we splitting the party? Oh, we're splitting the party. Should we? Or do we want to just go back en route the way we came to check out the cliffs by where we were? I think that'll take the least amount of time. That's a quick check. That way we know we're in the right direction and that climbing the cliffs is worth it. We could 
pin our relative compasses to this spot, and then Tabitha and I can go try to climb the cliffs, and you guys can go recheck the spot we landed, and meet back up here. Nine. Uh, Corrin's going to check his comm unit and see if it Did anyone else bring a comm unit? Because Katsu did, but I don't have one on Storm's sheet. Well, everyone should have had yeah, one I think start. I think there was access for everybody to have a comm unit. There were, there were enough available for everyone to have one. I don't know if everyone... Well, we had kind of like... I thought we'd been defaulting like everyone had one. Okay. But that's probably that's probably fair. I do have an open slot in my equipped, so it would make sense to have a comm unit there. But I hadn't put it in because we hadn't specifically discussed that. I feel like that's the sort of thing that you would all take one of. Okay. I don't think it would be like yes, this. Oh wait. You know, it's a different game. Cell phone situation. I'm just gonna not do that. Fair enough. So, sorry, back to the narrative. Checking comms units. See if they're functional. Uh, yeah, let's see if they work. Can, Can I, I like... just say something to Dr. Yuvu on the comms? I'm just going to check that you and I can stay in communication. Okay, do it. I am doing that. Just, like, you do it. Just test, just test, click, click. Like, send text to anyone. It takes one battery okay. usage. Ooh. Per. Yeah. Yeah. We basically said it takes one What's, battery usage per, like, conversation that's had. Um, per comm unit. Yeah. yeah. So and how many charges are in to. each battery? 20. Okay. Yeah. It would be really funny, though, if, like, Tavin heard you say to contact Dr. Yuvu and just, like, sent out a blast. <laughs> Dr. Yuvu, we have arrived. Turn yourself in. <laughs> Yeah, my phone just started acting up again, so we might be hitting the end of the Wi-Fi of the evening. Alright. So, plan is split the party, don't split the party. Don't you know. Um... We could each go separate directions and then come back and we convene. I... Alright, if we stay in pairs, uh, two of us can go back and scan the area, and if you can determine if there's a suitable way up the cliff, or if you can manage to get there, um, survey the area. If anything comes up, We'll be in contact. Uh, keep it brief, and we will just uh, regroup here. Understood? Works for me. Girk pulls out the relative compass and sets the location. Great. Wait. That's what we we're going to need one of those because you guys each have one. Oh. Well, in... oh wait, what are our pairs? Who's going with who? Big guys, little guys. Oh right, guys yeah, we're actually at the. Wait, that's three and one. We could organize by height and then split, so yeah. we have. Who big feels up to climbing? If I'm honest, perhaps Tavin climbs, and you're there if he doesn't make it. 
I have faith. Wow. I have faith in you, Tavin, but I will be there in case you need me. I mean, it is water at the base. I'm just saying, I'd rather be able to fix you up if you fall. I might even try to climb with you. Plus, me and Corn are sneakier. And we're That's probably true. Back towards the... <laughs> okay. You check out the wand. We'll go down and look at Nicholas and see what's the deal. I don't know. Based on time of day, he kind of like looks up at this guy. I don't know if we'll be able to climb the cliffs. Get down there, climb the cliffs, check stuff out, get back here by evening. So we'll go check it out and see if it's doable and then meet you back here. Girk points at Tavin and says, but what is a day? I think a day is when the planet resolves around. And she just starts walking. <laughs> All right. The planet revolves around me. Oh, wait, no, hold on. But you, as a player, understand what I'm asking, right? Like, we don't know what a day is in this place. We've never been here before. Right. Okay. We've got all the time in the world. It might be. It it might be a hundred percent sunny all the time. True. This might be the one day of sunlight they get a year. True. We don't know. It was foggy this morning. It's sunny now. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's go. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Right. Jenkins. I needed to finish. You were like, it was very, very bothering. This has been the Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast.